What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of In These Current Times. I am your friendly neighborhood host, the Juggernaut, and let's jump right in. Right off the bat, uh, I want to talk on the recently released trailer of Doom Patrol Season 3, or rather, talk on as much as I understand from it. Doom Patrol is actually one of those DC shows that surprised me a lot especially the first season i really loved the first season the way it delved into each character's um let's say abilities to be more of burdens than superior powers you know they these are characters conflicted carrying heavy burdens which i think would be is a good um representation of how superpowers might actually be in real life i feel like a lot of um you know the fluffy stuff you watch in mcu or even dcu um, show superpowers has been this cool thing but understanding that it's an ability that comes from the body that's generated by energy will actually have take its toll on your body and i feel like don't portray love that the fact that they deal on that side of it or you have robots man who is just i mean it's literally a brain inside a metal case that, feels, that can feel nothing that's just he's literally cold-hearted and he's not he's and it's not by choice you have um larry trainer negative man who's i mean his own life is just so tragic he's Constantly, he's basically a ticking time bomb of radiation that has to wrap, wrap himself in special bandages. And then he has a second spirit that, you know, often leaves his body whenever they ent- get to a dispute. I mean, then you have Rita Farr, who is um, the kind of stretchy, blobby woman who loses control of her tactile movements or, or even her body mass when she's stressed. And then you obviously have Cyborg who has some serious daddy issues and is, you know, 80% machine basically and you know he finds it hard to even mingle with the, the real world so i just love the way it deals with these things of these people being rejected from society and then coming banding together to try and do some good even though with varying effects and then of course you have now calder played by the wonderfully talented timothy dalton i mean his performance is incredible i just love the um, he has this professor x slash he has a Professor X vibe, but with more sinister undertones. He, he, he can't, I like the fact that he's not outrightly good, but also not outrightly bad per se. He does think he's a scientist, so he believes in a greater good, no matter the cost. But all in all, the, the working adventures are ridiculous. The whole Nuremberg situation, the sex detectives, I mean, <laughs> the bots with teeth, it's just ridiculous. And that's one thing I kind of really like about it, because... They go on these wacky, ridiculous adventures that because they, they are so used to it, when you see something stupid as, not only stupid, but something as ridiculous as a beard hunter or the stupid eye that was racing people randomly, you just take it for face value. And th- that's one thing I really, really love about the show because the character development is so deep that and, and that shows the importance of storytelling in the movie. The character development is so deep that a apocalypse spouting, you know, cockroach and the vengeful um, rat called Mr. Whiskers does not even phase you when you see it on screen just because it's so um, part of the cause that you are so invested in characters emotionally oh how could I even forget the main villain for season 1 Mr. Nobody ah Alan Tudyk is just the master of these kind of wacky characters that he plays he's such a meta and self-referential self-aware character that knows he's in a TV show and ever references it and Alan Tudyk plays it to perfection so uh, I really loved I love the the first season. Second season, I think, was also pretty good, but uh, I think it staggered a little. The pacing was a bit up, over the place, but the addition of Dorothy was really good. I liked the character. The girl, the, the child actress, really did a good job. 
in conveying that sweet innocence wrapped up in and the naivety uh the candle maker character was also kind of, i love the, the actually the effects cj on that character you know so all, all in all um, uh, we know season two ends with the candle maker basically taking um dorothy into a dimension i think to have a battle or something so i'm really looking forward to what because i, I the thing i like about the portrait is because it's such a not, not, not such a very popular um material because even i i came across one of their comics and i remember them featuring in batman brave and the bull when i was younger so i'm not even that conversant with them so there's really room for surprises and i'm really looking forward to that i really liked doom patrol so far um even though the season two doing it a little bit but oh how can i forget the most outstanding performance there obviously jane crazy jane oh diana guerrero does a fantastic job of playing multiple characters um, the character has 64 personalities and each of them is, is actually unique like whenever she switches and you see this person act out this innocent sweet girl or this kind of aggressive vituperative woman or use the character of the song for her head it's all unique and i like that about her she does a fantastic i think she's actually the best performer on that show and that's saying a lot because everyone brings their a-game so that's actually incredible and i'm looking forward to this in three trailer was just a mess and i, I think that's int- intentional because the show itself is a, is, is a cacophony of ridiculousness and i love the fact that even the trailer they don't even know what's going on it's really funny and i think we got a glimpse of either the ultra humanites or con or gorilla growth but i think it's the ultra humanites because he had a military red beret with a gun more time we tell the, the, the thing about doing patrol is and i think that's probably what made me love the suicide squad more when a comic material owns up to its ridiculousness and then uses that once that's out of the way delves into the characters it makes it easier to kind of tag along and i feel like um, that's one thing that works with this this success and that's one thing that's working for doom patrol so far all right moving on um so we know that sonic the hedgehog part two is already in the works i don't know if the style should i don't i doubt it because it just recently announced more characters or more actors have been in the, in the, they'll be voicing characters in it and in recent addition was it's elba playing knuckles which uh, <laughs> this is news that i didn't expect obviously but i i'm, I'm kind of open up to, open to it's elba is one of the most hardworking people in hollywood i know this dude does virtually anything comedy action horror sings djing i just love the i mean he was in suicide squad <laughs> he, he had the good luck charlie uh was it good luck charlie or turn up charlie tv series which i actually really loved sadly got cancelled and the guy just i mean he was hopes and sure the guy just keeps going now I, I, when i hear the casting choice it's not someone i would have thought of but it kind of makes sense and of course it's more of this macho um, deep voiced brutes with a soft heart uh, in, in the sonic lore and um Jobba, i think would be a fantastic job i've seen him do some voice work and he's really good at it like i said man is multi-talented but uh yeah just one of those things that you don't expect but you, you come across it and you're like well that works um sonic the hedgehog part one was actually it was a fun watch actually i would say it was memorable but it wasn't horrible which was like the biggest apprehension i had i was so i wasn't confident in it at all jim carrey obviously carried the movie as a robot dr robotnik he's oh dude physical comedy at his peak he was fantastic and i love the fact that paramount actually redesigned the sonic character to make him more cartoonish rather than humanoid which made no sense because i mean he doesn't exist in the real world why try to make him as human looking as possible we know it's an anthropomorphic blue hedgehog that doesn't exist it's ridiculous on its own to so stick to that ridiculousness and i like that it's made it a pop made it and the fact that they actually 
went back to the drawing board and drew redid the old vfx for sonic i thought was really good i really enjoyed it then lastly um kind of bum and i'm ending this on this kind of notes um some publications came out yesterday regarding certain comic book um, comic book character creators that do not get their due in light of the current kind of billion dollar industry that the um, comic book movies industry has become uh, so Marvel and DC were kind of tagged by certain um, comic book creators that have made iconic characters that are being used in the MCU and DC respectively and we basically calling them out for giving them shitty deals and not um, kind of giving them the, the realities that is due. Now this is a dicey topic actually because um, it, we know this happens in the industry and not just in comic books, in movies, in music industry, in arts, in the world of fine arts itself where people are not really giving their dues you know as for what they uh they created now of course there's a contract issue there because we know marvel and dc i think most of their rules when it comes to the comics is the person the company owns the ip to whichever character is created by the by the comic writer and the only due royalties based on whatever contract they sign this is opposite some um, comic um comic book industry and comic book studio like um image comics where the artist has 100 percent ownership of the characters um ed, Bru- ed brubaker who is one of the writers of uh, creators of or let's say he even created the winter soldier persona basically reinvented bucky um he said it lamented that he never actually got much um, royalties from the use of of the winter soldier who has become a popular character now in the mcu and like i said it's a dice situation because according to the contract stipulations from marvel they basically the contracts favors them over the creators but then there's also this is like a moral versus ethics thing because morally you feel like these people should be entitled to more because of without the, the creation of these particular characters they wouldn't exist on the big screen that we see right now um one of the most one of the saddest stories obviously has to be that of um, jerry siegel and joe schuster where the creators of superman unfortunately they signed away their rights for i think 65 dollars as of 1970s or so and i mean superman is the de facto most popular superhero comic book character of all time is undoubted and these guys kind of died penniless um i think something similar happened with um jack kirby um he he was also uh, you know he was an iconic comic comic book creator he wrote for both marvel and dc he created he created fantastic characters both from dark side to the new gods in dc wacky adventures in doctor strange for marvel and things like that so like i said um i don't i from what i understand you know it's, it's a dicey situation and i just hope marvel and dc recognize these guys more and actually give them more because the truth is these characters are making billions of dollars for them and whatever um original contract that they they did i think it should be open for renegotiation at this point in time um from the general consensus is that dc is a bit more more kind of open with their own um deals that they have with their respective um comic book creators as opposed to marvel and it's really a sad thing to hear um we we know corporations about it's 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 a um kind of a faceless bureaucracy it's all about the money but we we understand that these things it's really sad because i'm a huge comic book fan and i'm a huge fan of even the cinematic um superhero movies that we're getting right now but it's, it's really sad to hear that most of these actual um, pioneers of these characters are not getting a deal um, i think 
Ed Brubaker mentioned that I think for the Captain America Winter Soldier movie of 2014, he 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 dressed up in the talks and everything. I went for the premiere and was even allowed to enter because his name was not on the list. And they had to call Sebastian Stan to get him to enter. And I think he said he was paid five thousand dollars and sent sent a thank you note, which. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of heartbreaking to hear, to be honest, because I know what it means. A lot of these guys, you know, sacri- sacrifice most of their adult years, crafting these characters and working in extreme conditions during a time where they were not even taken seriously. But now the characters they created are now the top charters, and uh, I just really hope they get their due. And I hope that Marvel and DC kind of works out, works on these these deals, or reworks these deals with these content creators. Like I said, Image Comics, at this is known for giving this character total um autonomy and i think even royalties to the content creators and i really hope that these things get fixed because um i mean the mcu is a cinematic dragon right now is raking in billions not even millions billions and i feel like these underdogs on some heroes should be given their due in respect to the fact that to the work that they've put in regardless of whatever contract they signed yes like i said it's something that you can dispute in a probably in a legal setting that oh they signed this contract and they're not intended intend to this blah, blah. yes that may be the point but i just feel like out of courtesy and empathy this um, hand should be extended they should be carried along and you know hopefully things get better for these content creators so that's all for today what do you guys think um have you seen the doom patrol season three are you looking forward to it uh did you enjoy sonic the hedgehog are you looking forward to the sequel and what do you think about the whole marvel dc content creators debacle let me know in the comment section and as always guys stay safe and stay tuned